Spoiler alert. Bears fans, you are going to love this. All right. Russell Wilson? Nah. We're good. We'll we'll think of something else. Deshaun Watson? Nah. Deshaun Watson. We don't want any part of that, man. Dude's a head case or something. No, 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 Chicago. You have figured it out. The Chicago Bears have found themselves their next starting quarterback. And we're here to talk about it. That plus four other quarterbacks signing new contracts within the last 24 hours. So stick around, folks. We will have all of this and more right after this. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Smoke Break Sports. I am, of course, your host, Kev. And today, the quarterback carousel keeps spinning around. And the bunky beat goes on now to the tune of backup quarterbacks playing some musical chairs. Count them. Five. We have five transactions to go over this episode, and virtually all of them have to do with second stringers either finding a new home or potentially getting to throw their hat in the ring for a starting position. So let's start, shall we, with the one that I find to be the least impactful. Sorry. Sorry to do it, Tyrod. But we'll start with Tyrod Taylor signing with the Houston Texans. Now, on one hand, the... Hype train in me wants to look at this and say, oh, well, Tyrod Taylor has been a bandage quarterback, a bridge quarterback, uh, so to speak, for several teams in the league. So there's a chance, at the very least, that he could be being brought into Houston to spell Deshaun Watson upon Deshaun Watson's departure, should Houston finally get smart and understand that they have an asset on their hands that does not want to be there, but yet is talented enough to still be an asset. So go ahead and trade that asset in exchange for future draft picks and potentially other players. I mean, go back. I know, I know the backlog is large guys. We're on our 64th episode of the season, but if you scroll back a few weeks You will see all of our Deshaun Watson breakdowns, all the different options we've had for potential suitors. Some of those guys are still out there. Some of these teams that we're discussing today who have signed either bridge quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks could still very much be in the hunt for Deshaun Watson and have the assets to trade for him. Also, the Jets, you know, we've talked about it before. Anyway, I digress. I'm getting slightly off topic here, but more on topic than my usual tangent. I think we'll all agree. Tyrod Taylor would also be a very adept backup for Deshaun Watson. Um, Play styles are not the same necessarily, but Tyrod is a smart player. He's efficient. He doesn't turn the ball over. Tyrod's the kind of guy, he's not a gimmick quarterback, right? So, you know, Forgive me, Lamar Jackson, but if you want to run the same offense that you run in Baltimore under a guy like Lamar Jackson, you're going to need 
a more athletic quarterback who can run the read option and do some of the things, who can at least spell a poor man's Lamar Jackson when he runs out. And Deshaun Watson, I don't think, is that kind of quarterback. He extends lots of plays with his athleticism. However, he is more of a traditional quarterback. He does stretch the field. He makes plays with his arms and his legs. Now, Tyrod's not going to stretch the field. He may be able to extend some plays with his legs, though, and he is one of the most efficient quarterbacks that we have ever seen in regards to not throwing interceptions. He does not turn the ball over. He is very smart with the ball. He's a little not aggressive enough, some would say. He's a little risk-adverse if you will. He likes his tight ends. He likes his running backs. He likes check downs. He has a high completion percentage, but doesn't get a lot of yards. He's kind of like a grown man version of Tua at this point. But Tyrod could be the day one starter for Houston should Deshaun finally get traded. But for now, he is being brought in as the backup. Speaking of Guys that are likely getting brought in as the backup. Uh, this this signing, I'm going to give you all a fair warning. Cuts near and dear. It cuts deep. It hurts. I don't really want to talk about it right now, okay? It's, it's the end of an era in Indianapolis. As the brisket man himself, Jacoby Brissett, is signing with the Miami Dolphins. And I... I know, I know what you guys are saying, Kev. You've been really hard on Carson Wentz. Uh, he's going to be good. He's going to have a resurgence. He, the only time he was ever good in his career was when he was working with Frank Reich. And it, you don't need Jacoby Brissett. You, you don't need to pay the man uh, because you've got it all figured out. And I know you're probably right. You're probably right. But <sighs> Jacoby Brissett is a quality backup. He did not fare terribly well in his time as a starter in Indianapolis, but he's been a great backup for both the Patriots and the Colts. And I'm going to miss him, man. I really am. I have been on record saying I would have rather the Colts spent their money elsewhere, drafted a quarterback because I also don't believe in Jacob Eason, who they drafted last year, and just trotted out Jacoby this season. So they could have signed him to a very similar, you know, one year, approximately $10 million deal like the Dolphins did and probably still made the playoffs. I mean, shit, the ghost of Pip Rivers got the Colts to the playoffs this year. So an unfortunate loss for those, for those of us who rock the white and blue, but a, a gain for Dolphins and Dolphins fans. He's not going to be Fitzpatrick in the sense of, teaching to a, um, and, and being that, uh, I, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is probably in the top 10% when it comes to quarterbacks that act like coaches, secondary coaches on the field. You can go back and check the tape. You can watch interviews. There was no doubt about it. There is no questioning, uh, the positive impact that Ryan Fitzpatrick has had on Tua. And I don't know necessarily, so this isn't a knock against Jacoby, it's just he's got big shoes to fill in that regard. Also, 
he he may want to contend for that starting job. Who knows? Tua did not look good in certain stretches for the Dolphins last year, and and if it was up to O.O. Fitzmagic, you know, to lead the Dolphins to victory on certain games. More often than not, it was Fitzmagic bringing them to the promised land. So Jacoby Brissett with the Dolphins now. It hurts me. I really, I really don't want to talk about it, guys. I really appreciate you you giving me my space on this one. It, uh, it's, it's gonna, thank God it's only March, you know, it's, uh, it's nowhere near September and, and I've got time to process this. Uh, it's, it's going to be like a, like a tough breakup, you know, everywhere I look, I'm going to see Jacoby, you know, I had ribs for lunch today. You know how tough that was to eat pulled pork and not think about Jacoby brisket. Ugh. Moving on, moving on. We'll, we got to stay strong for Colts fans. Jameis Winston was re-signed by the Saints yesterday, which we can add this feather into our smoke break cap as another thing that we got right, albeit much smaller in scale. We were talking about this before Drew Brees retired, and we talked about it again when his retirement became official. The question came about what will the Saints do at quarterback, and I, for one, was of the mindset that they would try this Jameis Winston experiment for at least a year and that in all likelihood they would bring Taysom Hill back if as long as that was where he wanted to be and no one else offered him a better contract. Quite frankly, I thought maybe the Bears would come calling. I could have seen um I could have seen a few situations where Taysom Hill uh Miami was another one uh where he could have gotten a potential contract offer to maybe compete for a starting job, but the reality for him was that if the Saints were going to offer him a contract that was agreeable, this is his best opportunity to start. He's been in this system for a while. He did not look great. Do not mistake the team's success when Taysom Hill was under center last season as Taysom Hill's success. Um, I heard it put by, I believe, Ryan Clark. It's a, a rare good take on ESPN, uh, how maybe the Saints were just keeping Jameis Winston on the sidelines to keep uh, to keep him from being able to go out and earn a bigger contract from somebody else. A little bit conspiracy theorish, we shall say. Um, but it happened with Teddy Bridgewater, right? He got to fill in for Drew Brees and is now the, well, bridge quarterback for the Panthers going into the future. So Jameis, famous Jameis and his arm full of cookies, will get a chance to be the starter here in New Orleans. And frankly, that's who I'm giving the nod to. I believe Jameis Winston will be the starter this season. And that Taysom Hill will be his backup. And we've talked about this in a episode devoted solely to Taysom Hill. Feel free to check it out. But if you don't have time or you're just too goddamned lazy to do your boy a favor. We mentioned that Taysom Hill's contract is completely voidable. So it sounds like a big deal. Four years, $140 million, whatever the hell it was, $100 million. Uh, it, it's voidable at any point in time. So if Jameis does show out and prove that he's the guy uh, and the Saints don't want to pay Taysom Hill big money, or decent money to be a backup, they can walk away from him. So 
I found it interesting. Taysom gets the four-year deal. Jameis gets the one-year deal. In a, in essence, they're both just one-year deals, though, guys, when you, when you really look into it. So Jameis set up, slated, in my opinion, to be the starter for the Saints. I'm sure there will be a bit of a battle, but right now it's got to be Jameis' job to lose, right? I mean, am I wrong? If you think so, let me know uh, via Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, however it is that you want to tell a dude you think he's stupid, by all means, find me there, Smoke Break Sports. Moving on to my personal favorite uh, of this entire episode, Fitzmagic himself, the bearded wonder, the man whose career will never die, Ryan Fitzpatrick has signed with the Washington football team, a deal that is very close to Cam's. Uh, It's a one-year deal, heavy on the incentives, turns into about $13 if all goes well. And this is good for the Reds, whoops, this is good for the football team on so many levels. So allow me a moment, if you will, to explain what all of those levels are. First of all, He is immediately an improvement upon Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke, and you know how much I love Taylor Heineke. If you're you're new and you aren't up on your SBS lore, then you might not know that Taylor Heineke was the last great quarterback in my NCAA 2014 dynasty days. Old Dominion was a dynasty thanks to Taylor Heineke himself, so your boy has been keen to the Heineke for a very long time, and we're very happy to see him get a real contract, um, albeit it's a surprising contract considering he had one halfway decent playoff game that got him there, but hey, we'll take it. And he now has a solid mentor. So Fitzpatrick is not only a guy who can go out and start for the Washington football team for the majority of this season, and based on the competitiveness of the NFC East last year, it stands to reason that with the defense this team has, Fitzpatrick could keep them in the playoff hunt. Of course, everyone expects Dallas to be better, and they likely will be better on offense with Dak around, but you're going to be better than a four or five win team. How much better are you going to be? Are, are, are we thinking the Cowboys are an 11 or 12 win team again? I'm not sure yet. So, While I won't have Washington pegged as my favorite to win the NFC East, they are technically sitting in second place as far as my far too early divisional power rankings go. And then again, we mentioned earlier with Fitzpatrick and his effect on Tua in Miami, and although unfortunately it didn't translate into big balling status for for the man Tua, it cannot be overstated how good of a mentor the 17-year journeyman Ryan Fitzpatrick will be for both Heineke and Kyle Allen. He is going to not only uh, embrace the notion of being a teacher for these guys, but he's got a lot of experience. He's going to be able to show them the ropes. Hopefully, um, he does a uh, do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do approach, because the one thing we know about Fitzpatrick is He is not a beacon of consistency. He'll have four or five touchdowns one week and be on the highlight reel. 
then the next week be on the highlight reel for his three picks and two fumbles. So he makes some mistakes. He's by no means a perfect quarterback, or if not, he wouldn't have had to be a journeyman all this time. But the magic man can certainly teach a couple of young guys the ins and outs of the quarterbacking position. And as far as Ron Rivera is concerned, this is a veteran quarterback, a leader, a bit of a game manager who who can get the ball downfield still, whom he doesn't have to worry about having a leg break at any moment, at any time. So, of course, we wish nothing but the best for Alex Smith. We did an entire episode defending him and trying to help him get a new job somewhere in the NFL. But if you're not going to bring Alex Smith back, I love this signing for the Washington football team. They think they might have one of their guys already on their roster, so let's bring Fitzmagic to do just what he did for the Dolphins over the last couple of years, be there to start some games, and he's a guy who will be more than willing to hand the reins over to a Heineke or an Allen should one of them step up and prove that they've earned the job. So and he will not pout about it. He will be the biggest cheerleader. He will be like having another coach on the sidelines come that situation. So great job, Washington. You made a good call here. We're not ready to peg you champs quite yet. Speaking of teams who I'm not ready to crown as division champions quite yet, the Bears. Oh, Bears fans, I feel for you, pal. I, oh man, I'm sorry. I don't take much joy from this other than the fact that uh, my I am surrounded by Bears fans in my family and you guys were the guys who were supposed to go get Carson Wentz and now that my team is stuck with it and I got to hear all of the celebrating, all the hooping and hollering about ha ha ha, we dodged a bullet. You know, I for one was rooting. I wanted to see Russell Wilson in a Chicago Bears uniform. He would instantly, before he'd even taken a snap, been in the argument for the greatest Bears quarterback of all time. What's it? Him and Sid Luckman? I mean, Jim McMahon's really only there because he won a Super Bowl. It's it's hard. What's Who's third? Eric Kramer? Maybe Jay Cutler? Sweet Jesus. It's not a good list, Okay. Russell Wilson would have immediately been at the top of it. And I wanted that. Who doesn't want to see the Bears relevant? It's like the having the Yankees or Red Sox not have any pitching for the last 20 years. It's something it's something in that ballpark, pun intended. But alas, if you want to see our true opinion on the Andy Dalton signing with the Chicago Bears, then go check out the dopest Instagram page related to sports that has ever existed. And that's Smoke Break Sports Instagram. I, I whipped y'all up a little meme, something, just one of the many services that I offer to my my illustrious fan base. I love you all so much. Amazon offering Russell Wilson and the Wish quarterback is Andy Dalton. So it's sort of, you did not get at all what you were hoping for. And why did you settle for Andy Dalton? This is one that just does not make sense to me. Mitch Trubisky, say what you will about him, was 29-21 and 21 as a starter. He was a playmaker. He still had a lot to learn, granted. But Andy Dalton has been at his best with lots of weapons on the exterior. With guys like A.J. Green, 
you know, he did he did just okay with the Cowboys, who have a lot of talent at wide receiver and running back. They have a decent tight end. The Bears don't have the talent on the outside. They don't have the talent with their skill players to set up Andy Dalton for success. So what was the point? Is Andy Dalton even an upgrade from Big Dick Nick in this situation? Shouts out to Nick Foles, still on the Bears roster. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't uh, found his way via trade somewhere. But hey, he's going to be there, and Dalton's going to be there, and Trubisky is still looking for a place to work. We have a guy who's eight games over 500 as a starter, who's been playing on an offense that, again, I mean, it had Allen Robinson. Tariq Cohen has shown flashes when he was healthy. But Trubisky, to me... This would have been, this is the equivalent to me of the Jets trading off Sam Darnold to then go sign Alex Smith. I don't understand it. You have a young guy, bring him back for one year. It's it's a coaching thing, right? Uh, Maggie is so upset because he cut his teeth being a coordinator for Pat Mahomes. And he just, but he wants Pat Mahomes version 2.0 which he can't get so then he settles for Andy Dalton I don't understand in this situation I absolutely would have just found a team friendly contract to sign Trubisky bring him back maybe try doing what the rest of the NFL does and actually have your playbook be built to the strengths of your signal caller instead of trying to cram a square peg into a round hole it makes no sense to me Uh, why they have done Trubisky this way. There are worse quarterbacks in the league right now, and frankly, the Bears just signed one of them as a free agent. Complete swing and a miss here, Chicago. I I only get a little bit of joy from this, but in general, you're just pissing down your leg again, man. Clean it up. Be the franchise that you used to be. You used to be somebody, man. You went to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman, though, so anything could happen. Anything could happen. One day, the monsters of the Midway will rise again, but I will be goddamn shocked if it's Andy Dalton leading them to the promised land. So there you have it, folks. That is it. I am done. I am stepping down from this soapbox. It is time to go check out the free agent moves that have happened in the last 20 minutes and figure out what I've missed because the hits just keep on coming and we are going to follow it all up with NBA trade deadline moves. Got the buyout coming soon. It's going to be hard and fast with all this news. Going to be a lot of news to break down and analyze and then things will start to slow down at a certain point. But in the meantime, we're coming in firing. So there may be multiple episodes per day. You're welcome. We will try our best to keep pace, but again, follow, like, subscribe, do whatever you do. Make sure you get notified of future episodes because you just never know when a big news day will hit and we'll have three new topics to bring to you. Smoke Break Sports everywhere on the internet. Find it. Reach out to me on Twitter, KevNevik underscore. You know the drill. We'll see y'all in the next one. Go Colts. We'll miss you, Brisket.